Matthew chapter 11. I, I got to tell you, last night when Pastor Rob called me and said, can you do a sermonette, I was so confused about what a sermonette is, I didn't know what I was doing. So I'm just going to give you what God gave me. If you were here Sunday uh, morning, you probably heard me testify that I've been studying a lot about yokes. Well, guess what? There's a reason why I've been studying that yes. and been praying to God saying, if you're going to give me a message, Lord, please give me something that's going to last more than 15 minutes. Last night when Pastor Rob asked me if I could do it, he said, can you preach for about 15 minutes? <laughs> it just fell in place, Pastor. I'm sorry. When I'm done, I ain't even, I'm just going to look at you, Pastor, and you tag me in. Matthew chapter 11, verses uh, 28 through 30, and then I'll be going to 2 Corinthians. Uh, these are familiar passages. Uh, we'll just get into it. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come unto me, all ye that, are, that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Amen. Heavenly, you can be seated. Heavenly Father, I ask that you use your words in my mouth. That's all, Father. Just let it all be your words. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, as I was testifying, I, I, I was almost got into it and almost started giving that lesson. I was there Sunday morning and I didn't know what to do, so I guess this is God's way. Somebody needs this, and I got confirmation once again when Pastor Rob stood up here and said, I feel somebody is very burdened. Very, very burdened. Uh, that's just confirmation. In case you didn't know, a yoke is a wooden cross piece that is fastened over the neck of two animals and attached to a plow or a cart. They are to pull. The yoke isn't one, by the way. It's not one single thing. That is a pulley system. That is a puller. I didn't know that until I started studying about yokes. Yokes are for two animals. It's for two different things. You cannot... I started as I was starting to study all this. What got me to start studying this is why was Jesus a carpenter? Why, whenever he was born, why was his father's profession a carpenter, his earthly father? And why did he take up the profession of a carpenter? And that led me to yokes. Yokes have to be professionally carpentry fit to each animal. Whether you know this or not, each one has to be adjusted. By a carpenter. As he said, take my yoke upon you. I started thinking about how we have our own burdens and how we have these things that pull us back in our life and how if he says to take my yoke upon you, it's a lot easier. And I, I started thinking about my own life and the things that I've been through in my own life. And I got to tell you, I've had it harder than some, but I can tell you right now, a lot have had it harder than I have. And I would rather have somebody pulling beside of me that's had right. a little bit harder of a life than I have. If I'm pulling somebody, right. we're going in circles. Right. 
I don't, as a young Christian, young preacher, I don't understand and don't know all the ways that are right and wrong. But I can tell you right now, I've already fallen into this circle where I thought that I could do it all on my own. Went out and tried to pastor a church, and what happened? I was going in circles. Bless you, buddy. I did not know a thing about what I was doing. And that's the way it is with young Christians these days. I'm going to tell you right now, somebody like Wilma or somebody like Faye, somebody of the older generation is who you need to yoke up with Amen. and start Amen. to understand and learn a little bit more about how to carry your burden. Amen. You, you cannot do it on your own. Amen. And make sure that you've got the right team that's master behind you. If you don't have the right team master, all you're doing is carrying the burdens of this world. Right now, we've been facing 300 and some odd days of this pandemic. Everybody's scared to death. Every time you turn around, it's something new coming up. Something new's happening. It was toilet paper. Now it's gas. I, I, I'm not understanding it, but it's a bunch of fear that the world is just trying to place on our back for us to pull behind us. It's time to get away from what the world says. Turn your news off and open your Bible. Start getting into the Word. Start digging in and start learning. It doesn't help if you have a church that it isn't alive. If you're trying to pull the burden of that church as a pastor, I'm sure that Pastor Rob knows what I'm talking about. You've probably been in a church and they don't pray for the pastor. They don't pray for the youth pastor. They don't pray for anybody in that church. It's always about me, 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 me. And I hate to say it. I love each and every one of you here, but there's somebody in this church that's probably thinking my world's going to end. This is wrong. This is wrong. This person in my life stopped going to church because of this. This person in my life stopped. Where's your burden? Why ain't you on the altar praying for them? Amen. We've lost realization that this world's going to end. Yeah. We've lost the realization that there's only one thing that matters in this world. It's not what CNN says. It's not what Fox Amen. News says. It's about who's on the throne and who's pulling your reins. Amen. As I started studying a little bit more about this, I started thinking about a yoke, his yoke. He, he talks about, put my yoke upon you. He also says, take up your cross. Started making me think that Pastor Rob or Pastor John 1, I can't remember exactly which one it was, was preaching a sermon about, about uh, when Jesus was carrying the cross up to Galgotha, Simon of Cyrene. They told him to take up, take up and help him carry it. He couldn't carry it by himself. Right. He had to get behind Jesus right. and help carry it up that hill. Amen. That's the problem a lot of times is our burdens, the master behind us in this world wants to throw up things in front of us to scare us. He, he, he wants to throw things in front of us to make us stumble and make us fall. But if we're listening to the master that's behind us, he's going to make sure that the things in front of us aren't going to stop us. As I started reading and getting into it more and more, I started thinking about how if you go to 2 Corinthians, I got a couple of things there. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. I didn't realize this whenever I read it, and I've heard it preached a thousand times, and I've heard it said a thousand times, and I always thought as a youngster, I would always hear them say, don't marry somebody that's not saved. Don't be unequally yoked in your marriage. And I always thought that that's what this verse was about until I started breaking it down in my head. And I was in the yoke and I, w I was 
in the burden. I, I've been burdened down a lot lately, and Sunday morning, I guess, is whenever I finally decided, you know what, it's time to let go of those burdens and start letting God have the wheel. Thank He's God. going to take care of what's in front of me. That's good. I man. don't have to worry about what I left in Iraq. I don't have to worry Amen. about what's behind me. Lord's going to take care of me. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14, it says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, Amen. and what communion hath light with darkness? Amen. And with the concord hath Christ with, or what concord hath Christ with Belial, Belial or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And that arrangement hath the temple of God with idols, for ye are the temple of the living God, as right. God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Amen. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye a separate saith the Lord and touch not the unclean thing and I will receive you as I started reading this I was watching a YouTube video about yokes and how they do things and there was a Cambodian farmer on there and he told he was talking and he said never yoke up two different animals never yoke up an ox and never yoke up a donkey they won't pull together. They right. won't do the yeah. same job. Right. They will not work. Yeah, they will good. not work together. All they'll do is stand there and look at each other, get mad, start fighting. What happens to Christians today when they go out and try to spread God's word? The donkey wants to kick them back. I didn't mean that to be a political statement, but it came out, and I'm sorry. They start pulling in different ways because they can't stand each other. He said, the only way you can do it is by putting blinders on the ox. What does the blinder have to do with, what does that have to do? You have to blind that ox to keep it from looking to its side and seeing what it's pulling with. We've got a lot of churches that are pulling easy, blinded by what Satan has given them in the New International Version and every other Translation of the Bible. If it ain't black and it ain't 1611, you don't need it. Amen. I started thinking about, and Pastor Rob, I'm almost done. I started thinking about how the master of the oxen pulls behind, he sits behind, and he, he has this plow, and he's going through the dirt, and the Cambodian uh, farmer was talking on YouTube and he said, uh, you know, sheep might be, this was a Christian guy, he was talking, he said, sheep might be dumb, but I don't know anything that's too dumb not to stop. An ox will not stop unless you make it. He said, the master has to make sure that it stops. If it hits a rock, the master has to make sure it stops. It's too dumb not to stop on its own. It'll keep going on its own, walking on its own, until it either, one, breaks the plow, two, will break the yoke, or three, will literally strain itself to death. How many of us today are facing burdens and rocks in That's our life days. that we think we can deal with on our yeah. own? And we start to push and pull and then we'll tug at it and we'll break our bond with God and we'll look at him and say, I can do it on my own, Lord. I can do it on my own. Though so I found out you can do it on your own, but you're going to end up in a ditch looking up Amen. saying, Lord, I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry, Lord, I should have let you do it. Sometimes the littlest things in our life can trip us up. Yeah. Now, it, it can be if I come in the door, we've heard it all before. Sarah, don't take my temperature. What's wrong with her? Next thing you know, you've got a grief against your sister. Little things that Satan will put in our way. We need to make sure that the master, he may be behind us, leading us, showing us which way we need to go, but we need to stop when it comes to a problem. Get down and pray. Amen. Amen.